Metro TV will start in one minute.
colleagues were waiting on a quorum. Good afternoon, this is Councilman Kevin Kramer. It's 4.34 on March 8th. Um, this is the Budget and Appropriations Committee. Um, we'll go ahead and get going. Uh, Councilmember uh, Blackwell has an excused absence. Councilwoman McCraney has an excused absence. Um, again, I'm Councilman Kevin Kramer. We are joined in chambers by Councilmember Owen, Councilmember Fowler, Councilmember Parker, Councilmember Piagentini, Parkermember Hudson, and um, Parker member Philip Baker. Great. Um, and I believe we have a quorum, and it doesn't look like anyone is joining us online. Um, oh, and Councilman Jacory Arthur as well. Madam Clerk, did I miss anyone? No. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, uh, this meeting had been requested virtually. I don't see anyone joining us virtually at the moment, but there may be one or two who decide to do so. Um, given that, I'm going to ask if the clerk would uh, read the statement. This meeting is being held pursuant to KRS 61.826 and Council Rule 5A, read in full. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, we will not be taking up item number 10. Uh, it's being uh, held at, at, um, at the committee level. So with that said, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the agenda. Uh, the first item on the agenda is an NDF. It's NDF 030923LMPD01. This is, an appropriate, this is appropriating $2,641.21 from District 1 Neighbor Development Funds to the Louisville Metro Police Department, Second Division, for the purchase of auto theft task force steering wheel lock devices to assist with the, with the theft of Kia and Hyundai vehicles in District 1. Motion. Second. Okay. Um, is there anyone here to speak to this? It's, it's an item less than $5,000, so it doesn't really require it, but if anyone from District 1 wanted to speak to it, they could. Seeing none, it's an, item, um, it's an NDF requiring a voice vote. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? The ayes have it, it passes unanimously. <clears throat> the next item is NDF 03090923. Um, it, is an it is appropriating $1,700 from District 1 Neighborhood Development Funds to Metro Parks for the Mr. Moore Memorial March Madness Basketball League to supply food for the participants and a plaque for the overall winning team. Motion. Um, second. Motion second, good. Again, this is um, an amount that's $1,700. It's below the threshold. If anyone from District 1 would like to speak to this. Seeing no one, this calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? It passes unanimously. Um, the third item on the agenda is Ordinance 04323. This is an ordinance appropriating $6,330 from District 6 Neighborhood Development Funds through Metro Parks to Love It Landscaping for beautification and landscaping projects in District 6. Have a motion? motion. Okay, it's properly before us. Is there anyone from District 6 who would like to speak to this? Yes, you'd sir. Uh, interested, introduce Taylor. yourself for the record. Thank you. Shalana Taylor, um, Councilman Philip Baker's office, District 6. 
Um, we're requesting these funds to pay our annual bill to Lovett Landscaping. They do beautification projects around District 6, so that's what these funds are requested for. Questions? Seeing none, this is ordinance. It calls for a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, if you please open the voting. <laughs> it was your motion. <laughs> Mr. Chair, you have six um, yes votes. Okay, um, and that is with the number here today, that's unanimous, and it goes to the consent calendar. Thank you. Um, item number four is the CIF. It's 030923L. It is, appro oh, I'm sorry, LMPD, uh, MA. It is appropriating $24,350 from capital infrastructure funds in the following manner. $4,058.34 each from districts 16 and 17, and $4,058.33 each from districts 7, 18, 19, and 20 to Louisville Metro Police Department for the purchase of two radar machines and trailers for use in the 8th Division. Motion. Share motion. Good. Motion properly before us. Um, I note that uh, we have an LA standing at the, at the microphone. So Kip, if you'll introduce yourself. Uh, Kip Etherly with Councilman Winkler's office. Um, and these funds would uh, uh, fund two of the radar trailers, the mobile radar trailers. Eight divisions, uh, almost 90 square miles, so a lot of ground to cover. A lot of requests come in for speeding specifically, and uh, these things can help other traffic-related issues as well. They can be used around schools that don't have their, their own um, officers. So, um, anyway, just hope for your support. Questions from colleagues? Seeing none, again, this is a, actually, this is a CIF. CIF. And I believe it requires a voice vote. Yes. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. It's unanimous. Thank you, Kip. Thank you. Um, next item is item number five, also a CIF, 030923PW04. This is appropriating $16,000 from District 4 Capital Infrastructure Funds to Public Works for sidewalk repairs at 1650 and 1652 Story Avenue. I need a motion. Motion. Second is properly before us. Is there anyone here to speak to this? I'll say a little something, something, something. Well, then Councilman Arthur, it is to you. So this was originally just for 1652 Story Avenue, but when Public Works got in there, they realized um, nearby infrastructure needed some similar work, a tree and the roots kind of coming up and making it look real, as my grandmother used to say, raggedy. So it was actually cheaper to go ahead and do both of these at the same time. So that's why we're putting this forward to take care of this in the historic Butchertown neighborhood. So please support it. Thank you. Great. Thank you. So this isn't just simply a sidewalk fix. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. Great. Okay, question. Any questions? Seeing none, this calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Okay, again, unanimous. Um, it, well, today it is. Uh, Item number six, NDF 030923PW04A. This is appropriating uh, $544.80 from District 4 Neighbor Development Funds to Public Works to lease a street light in the alley between 16th and 17th Street north of Hale Avenue, including a five-year lease agreement with Louisville Gas and Electric Company. Motion? Motion. Second. Okay, it's properly before us. Again, this is in District 4. If there were anyone in District 4 who'd like to speak to this, the floor is theirs. It's dark in that alley. <laughs> I suspect there's enough said. All those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Passes unanimously. Item number seven, NDF 030923P, 
uh, PW04 again. Um, this is appropriating $1,049.40 from District 4 Neighbor Development Funds to Public Works for the installation of a new street light and pole on Drescher Bridge, including a five-year lease agreement with the Louisville Gas and Electric Company. Can I get a motion? motion? Second. Properly before us. Councilman Arthur, may I guess that it's dark on this corner? It's dark on that bridge. You were close, though. Bridge. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Councilman Piagentini. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Quick question for Councilman Arthur. Is, uh, is the city going to pick this up moving forward? I don't know. Okay. We do these often. So I'm, I'm, maybe you all would know. No, and, and the reason I'm asking is yeah, because it's actually a bigger issue in um, outside of the USD in you know, unincorporated areas where I'm going to pick on Barrytown. I did some lights in there when it was still part of my district. I know Councilor Winkler has it now. The way that works is you can put it up and they'll it'll you can fund it for five years and then after that you have to miracle the dollars again. Uh, the city, uh, and well, it, in that case, actually, Barrytown started to organize and they've created an HOA and they might take over the expense. So that, that might have worked itself out. But uh, if you don't do that, there's no mechanism to continue paying. If it's in the USD, the city should continue to pay for it. I just really want to make, no? No. I'm seeing a bit, okay. Can, can we defer to the can we defer to our uh, budget experts here and find out why yeah, they're I, telling me I'm a crazy person? I, well, there's lots of reasons for that. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> if, I, if I may take a stab, though, at the light and leave the rest of it out. Um, and I'm not sure, any, I, I'm, I'm fine voting yes on this tonight, but moving forward, um, I'm not sure that neighborhood development funds to install streetlights in the urban service district is, I'm not sure what that looks like in comparison to outside the urban service district. Um, the urban service district taxing district, they have a responsibility in the urban service district to pay for streetlights. That's part of the responsibility of the urban service district. They pay additional taxes in the urban service district. Their, their tax rate is higher than outside of the urban service district and included in that tax rate is streetlights. So I, I would have thought that the answer to Councilman Piagentini's question would have been, since it's in the Urban Service District and the Urban Service District is, respect, is responsible for lighting, I, I would have thought that would be the right, right, I would have thought that would have been the answer. But then at the same time, if that's true, then I don't understand why a council member is paying for a streetlight. If the Urban Service District is responsible for it, they're responsible for it. And if they're not, after five years, the question becomes, who pays for it? Sure. Councilman Piagentini. Yeah. I, I just want to clarify why I'm bringing it up. I, I'm in full support of this. My point is, I'm going to once again say, and I've kind of said this before, that we need to have, during, maybe it's this budget cycle, we need to have a conversation about the ongoing funding of streetlights in this community, whether that's the Urban Services District or the unincorporated areas outside of the USD. Uh, because a lot of council members have ad hoc tried to address dark alleys and areas. In, in, Bar in the case of Barrytown, it was a residential neighborhood that was very dark, had a community center in it that, you know, in the wintertime at 5 p.m. and places open until 8 p.m., your kids are walking home in the dark, right? Uh, it's just unsafe. Um, and so, you know, we were, we just need to have a broader conversation. There's a street that was constructed in my district. The street lights on that street that was then the developer built the street, including the lights. That street's been operational now for a couple years, and the developer is still paying for the lights. 
but they don't own the street. They don't own the land around the street anymore. When they stop paying the bill, street lights are going to turn off, right? So, so that's the we're starting to develop this ongoing issue. And I, I just think as a, as a community, we I realized what was negotiated 20 years ago. I don't want to revisit that, but just let's talk moving forward about how Councilman Arthur can get his alleyways lit properly, uh, and I'm in full support of that. And you know, there's other areas of the community, but we're all doing this ad hoc as, as different council districts. This, you know, we, we need to have the city look at this more holistically is really just my point. Thank you. Councilman Arthur. I was curious if we could have some of our, our financial team speak to this, but also clarify why NDF versus CIF. I've always been curious about that too. I've just been told that's the way it is. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that one specifically to our, uh, to our financial staff, so. You're on. Beth Stenberg, there is, this is a big issue. It's been talked about many, many times. The easy answer is NDF versus CIF. To be a CIF, we have, Metro has to own the property. We won't own that life, life pole. We're leasing it from LG&E. It's an operational cost to pay for the lights during the five-year cycle. So that, that one's an easy question, Councilman. The, the more difficult question is, over the years, Urban Service District is responsible for lighting that they have determined is needed. When we've asked this question in the past of Public Works, they have a lighting network and they don't have additional funds to be able to increase that network without taking some money from other things. So these are things that you have determined that you want to put lighting inside the urban service district. I'm talking about that specifically. And so after the end of the five-year lease, there is no commitment from public works or the urban service district taxing district to continue making those payments. And to Councilman Piagentini's point, or anybody else, right? So like in District 11, outside the Urban Service District, it's like a good chunk of mine is unincorporated Jefferson County. Um, in those unincorporated areas, typically before I'll put in a street light, I'll, I wanna know who's gonna pay for it five years from now, right? Um, and and I, it, each council person has their own policy, right? But um, I have one neighborhood association that was established largely around this very issue. They wanted, they had street lights, they got turned off. They wanted them turned back on and the only mechanism they had to turn them back on was for them to organize themselves as an association and they now cover the cost. So when you put a street light in at this bridge, it will be lighted for five years and then hopefully the council district, the person district four will either agree to use their neighborhood development funds again, which I don't, I'm looking, I don't know that that happens very frequently. If we had, I, 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 I've been around a while, most people who have put street lights in have done it outside the urban service district and overwhelmingly, that's been with an understanding that some other entity will be responsible for them. So I don't know of, I can't say with certainty, but I don't know of any council members who have funded a light that five years from now may be turned right back off again. Go ahead, you have the floor. So just to clarify on that, I'm looking at, and I remember and I pulled it up, former Councilwoman Keisha Dorsey um, spent from her neighborhood development funds over $75,000, a similar project as this one for a five-year contract with LG&E. So the, the new council person would have to continue that commitment at the end of the five, that's that $75,000. Yeah, that or else she would have organized some neighborhood or some association to take it on, or maybe the city of Shively. I don't know, so I, don't, I, can't, speak to, I, I can't speak to what she did there. Mm -hmm. 
again, that's where I'm unaware of anybody who's done that. But it sounds like, I don't know, I would want to see what she did. Understood. But yes, it, certainly those lights will go off in five years. And if she did not make arrangements for somebody to pick it up, then the third council district representative will be faced with constituents who are furious that their lights went off. Right. And then they will be bound to that. Well, not bound, but. Okay, thank you so much. We've only done a few of these, so that's good to clarify. Thank right. you. Mm -hmm. Councilman Hudson. Yeah, just as a point of clarification, I, I don't think that the bill at the end of the five years is the same amount that we're talking about here because this amount, I believe, also includes the installation of that. It does. Of that light. So yes. it, would be, it would be less and less. Yeah. It would be less unless the, the rates go up. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, obviously, five years from now, you don't know what the rates are going to be. Yeah. But the, someone will have to pay to keep those lights on five, year, five years from now, but whatever, at whatever rate that is. Yes. Any other uh, questions or concerns? Again, this is a this is a, an NDF calling for a voice vote. So, um, Madam Clerk. Oh, okay. Um, please let the record reflect that we're joined by Councilman Mulvihill. Um, Councilman Mulvihill, I'm going to throw the floor to you so that you can explain your abstention. Yes, my wife works for LGNA, therefore I will be abstaining from this vote. Thank you. Um, so it is a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, please open the voting. Committee member McCraney, committee member Mulvihill. Abstention for the reason given. Chair Blackwell and Council. Vice Chair Kramer, you have eight yes votes and one abstention. I'm sorry, seven yes votes. I recorded that incorrectly and one abstention. Great. Um, because it's an NDF for less than $544, it still it passes at this level and um, is taken care of. Uh, the next item is, if I'm reading this correctly, is item number eight. It is a CIF, um, 030923LMPDMB, it looks like, is it? Yeah. Um, appropriating $12,086.74 from the capital infrastructure funds in the following manner, 7000 from District 14, and $5,086.74 from District 12 to Louisville Metro Police Department's third division for the remodeling of their gym. Need a motion? Second. Properly before us. Is there anyone here from either Districts 12 or 14 to speak to this? Councilwoman yeah. Fowler. Um, thank you, Mr. Chair. So uh, this is something that we, we got a new um, uh, major in the third division, and um, he came to us with this proposal within two weeks. So. Um, I, and we are in support. There are six um, uh, districts that uh, could possibly put in on this and um, whatever the difference may be um, lacking, um, Councilman Blackwell, myself, will, um, and I think Councilwoman Hawkins will make up the difference. So I appreciate your support. So will you, yeah, will you be coming back with a Separate appropriation later? Is that what I'm hearing you say? No, at the you council level. You said that you'd make up the difference. I don't know what that at means. At the council level, if, okay, say, because some of the districts, it's just a sliver, so they may want, not want to commit the full um, 5000 some odd dollars that it was split up six ways. Um, 
might be, I think I'm missing one. But anyway, whatever the difference is, so we'll you, make up the difference. So are you, are you asking that this be taken up to the council level so people can join in there? Yes, please. Okay. And it's a CIF, can, can we do that with CIFs? Okay, then we are gonna take a vote um, and then we'll okay. go from there. So all those in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, um, if the clerk would please make sure that this shows up on old business so that we can um, inform our colleagues that we're looking for some assistance. Thank you. So the total amount that you need is 12086 What? I'm sorry. No, the total amount is $35,607.18. Okay. And, and, and you've identified 12000 no, you've identified. Councilman Blackwell put in the $5,062, I think. I don't quote me on that. And I put in $7,000. Um, and like I said, depending on those couple of districts okay. that have just slivers, they may not want to do the full amount, but we will make up the difference to make it the full amount. So when we send this to the council on Thursday night, $12,086.74 is committed right now. That's right. You're hoping to get it up to 35,000 and we will deal with the balance Perfect. when we get to yes. the floor on Thursday night. Yes, thank Great. you. Is that clear to everyone now that I've completed and I've, it up? I really right. think that this is you know, gonna be great for right. um, those officers in the third division because they, they need that extra um, help. Thank you, know, you. And with eight votes, morale. this goes to um, the council with a recommendation for some assistance. The last item that we will be discussing today is item number nine. It's CIF 030923PW23. It is appropriating $8,000 from District 23 Capital Infrastructure Funds to Public Works for sidewalk repairs at 9013 and 9020 Black Powder Lane. I have a motion? It's properly before us. This is in District 23. Is there anyone here to speak to this? I can speak to that. Councilman Hudson, the floor is yours. Um, this, this is just a, uh, a sidewalk that has gone into disrepair. I did a gimbal walk and put eyes on it, saw that it uh, was indeed in need of repair. It's on the list to be done, uh, and this is just to get it accelerated. Great. Questions for the for the councilman? Seeing none, this is an CF that requires a voice vote. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? This passes unanimously. That concludes our business. So without objection, we are adjourned. fight for this district. Today we honor you not just for your fight, but as sitting in this seat, I realize very few people will ever understand what it costs you to do what you do. It's a small token. One, two, three. But it's the least that we can do to say thank you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for you. If you haven't experienced some kind of anxiety or depression or mental health issue in the past few years, you're pretty lucky. We've definitely seen an increase in depression and anxiety, trauma, um, and also an increase in grief and loss. Your mental health and your physical health are so closely tied together. We know that um, you know when we have a better uh, state of mental health 